Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, giving leaders the tools and information they need to grow and change their worlds. Now here's your host, Dale Dixon. Getting to the real you. Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. I'm your host, Dale Dixon, alongside Ron Price today, along with a live studio audience, so to speak. We're in a hotel conference room, and you've just completed a day-long session that's part of an overall week of training. Tell us about that. Yeah, we just finished day two of a five-day program where we're talking about something called value theory and how leaders can use the structure of good and bad to make better decisions and get better results and build stronger relationships. So this is a five-day program. This is our third annual version of it in the United States. We're going to be doing it in Europe this summer in October. So if any of our listeners are interested, there's actually a long runway you have to go down before you even qualify to be in the program, but we'd be happy to send you more information about it. Fantastic. So there'll be a link, a link in the show notes on how to make contact, and you can always reach Ron through his website, price-associates.com. And uh, if so if you hear some voices in the background, maybe a phone go off or hear a door close, it's because we're sitting in a room of people who have just uh, completed the day-long session with Ron, and we said, hey, wouldn't it be fun to record a few podcasts after you're, you're done? And so here we are. And today is part two of a conversation about growing our authenticity as leaders. So Ron, give us a, a brief overview of what we covered in a previous episode. Yeah, well, to, to take a step back for just a moment, Dale, in the Complete Leader book and in the way that we use it in our leadership development, we've identified 25 different leadership skills that fall into four categories. The first category is leaders being clear thinkers. And of course, we've recorded several podcasts around the different skills that fit into clear thinking, things like futuristic thinking and conceptual thinking, decision-making, problem-solving, and on. And then there's a second category category of skills that's around getting things done. We include things like uh, goal achievement, flexibility, resiliency, self-management, personal accountability. There's a third category, which is leaders leading others. So this includes understanding and evaluating them and coaching them and persuading and conflict resolution, all of these kinds of skills. And the fourth category, which in a way stands off by itself, is leaders are authentic. It's a lot more about that leader's view of themselves and how they see their own leadership journey unfolding. And so when we were together last time, we talked about authenticity. Yeah, it means being transparent and honest, but a very important part of being authentic is recognizing that you're unique and having the courage to be unique one of, the things, one of the things that happens when you really demonstrate your uniqueness is you stick out. <laughs> That's why it takes courage, because you're different than other people, and sometimes you don't live up to their expectations. But if you're going to fulfill your greatest potential, you have to think about who you can become, not who somebody else thinks you ought to be. Now, that doesn't mean that we're antisocial. It means learning how to fit your unique your authentic version of leadership into an organization or a group of people where it can have the greatest impact, make the greatest positive difference. So we talked about in order to do that, you have to have a high level of self-awareness. You have to know who you are. We talked about knowing who you are, embracing or choosing that, and then creating the best version of yourself because you're growing all the time. 
And then finally, where and how do I give myself to create the most value for others or make the most difference? So that's what got us to this point today. And what I said I'd like to talk about in our podcast today is part of authenticity is how we relate to the people around us. It's not just about knowing ourselves, but it's also the kind of relationships that we build with people around us. So when we get really good at knowing ourselves, which is a journey with no destination, really. I mean, we're continually learning about ourselves. We, we're changing. That helps us put our minds in a place to get to know others as well, correct? Yeah, it's, it's funny because this is what we often refer to as a paradox. A paradox is where you have what seems like contradictory truths that are both true. They both fit together. So on the one hand, leadership is a solitary journey because it's very personal, and it's about the choices that you make. But on the other hand, leadership is never a solo activity. Leadership's always in the context of your relationship with other people. So I think of, first of all, leadership being a, a experience of influence. It's the extent to which I impact other people's lives. And there are three distinct dimensions or levels through which I can impact other people's lives. The one that most people identify with the quickest is what your title or your position is. So we say, well, he's a leader or she's a leader because she's a senior VP of marketing. And that, that's true. That is a dimension of leadership that dictates how we relate to other people. They're, we're responsible for giving them direction or helping them to understand their role or giving them evaluation or affirmation, things like that. But it's not the only dimension of influence. The second dimension of influence or leadership is what I call influence that comes from your expertise, what you know, what you're able to do. And part of being an authentic leader and how you relate to other people is making sure that you're creating value for them in what you know or what you do. I, it's, you know, we just, at the time that we're recording this, it's tax week in the United States. So we just wrote a check for our taxes this year and the basis on which we wrote that check was our accountant called us up and said, I need a check for this amount. And I didn't even question him. I didn't even ask, why that amount? Because I trust his expert leadership. I trust his expert. In I know that he knows more about how to figure out what I owe the government than I do. So he leads me in this way. And the way he creates value for me is by making sure that that expertise is relevant, that it's current, that it's accurate. So that's another kind of leadership. He doesn't really have a position or a title over me. I'm not a part of an organization that he's the leader of. He has expert influence that causes me to follow him. And then there's a third dimension, a third kind of leadership that I refer to as, I don't know if this is the best term, but I refer to it as character leadership. This is, this is where we influence people because of who we are, because of how we live our lives. And I think of it as it's the values by which we govern our own behaviors and the values by which we relate to other people. And, and if, if those values that we use to live our life align with what they value, then they see us as being a leader of character. So our relationship to them is based on who we are and they're influenced. And oftentimes that influence is not just logical or organizational or even expert. That influence is, is also emotional. It's, it's they are influenced by us because in some way they want to be like us. They see us as behaving and conducting our life in a way that they aspire to, that they would like to follow or that they resonate with, so they want to endorse it. 
So these are different kinds of how we express authenticity as a leader in the way that we relate to other people. But it's not just our position or our expertise or our character. It's also, I think, an important part of authentic leadership is not just knowing us, but it's also, do I know you? Do I understand you? Do I, do I get you? That's an important part of being an authentic leader is that I'm not going to just pigeonhole you. I'm not just going to um, make a snap judgment about you. I'm not going to label you or stereotype you, but I'm going to know you as a unique person. I think that's a part of leaders being authentic. Being open to the idea. Do you see that, that leaders sometimes get stuck in that solo area that you talked about first, and that can make it a bit difficult? As a matter of fact, I think that that's the reason why so many CEOs will tell you that it's the loneliest job in the world because they see the solitary part of the job, which is legitimate, but they don't understand the people side of it. One of the things that has had, I'm in the most enjoyable time of my life. I'm in my fifth decade of being involved in leading other people, and I can't believe how much I enjoy it compared to the past. And you know, there are two big reasons why I enjoy it so much. The first is, that somewhere during my fourth decade in leadership, I realized I didn't have to do everything. I didn't have to be the complete leader in the sense that I had to master every skill, every activity, that part of being a complete leader is to know when to have other people do it for you. And that in a sense, I can't be whole until I recognize that I'm a part of a greater whole, until I recognize that my ability to be authentically me requires that I let you fill a gap that I can't fill in my skills or in my tendencies, in my behavioral style. And I learned this from one of our team members, Andy Johnson. Andy and I are very different people. And he wrote a book called Introvert Leadership, Leading Authentically in a World that Says You Can't. And as I read that book, I realized, wow, I don't have to be this side of life if I let Andy be it for me. So I realized part of authenticity is being connected in a way that you don't try to be something you're not because there's somebody else there that not only can do it better, but they actually enjoy it. <laughs> and it's something I probably don't enjoy. So you, you came to the realization, what are some of the tools that you use to get to know other people? the people around you. Well, again, we use a whole series of psychometrics which help us to identify talent and skills in people. The talent we think of as recurring patterns or tendencies of thought, motivation, or behavior that we can use in a positive way, that we can get a positive result from. And skill we think of as a learned capability or a learned ability to perform at a certain level. And I'll throw one more word in there. Strength we think is a skill that you've mastered so much that it's actually become second nature. It's actually natural for you to do it because you've practiced it for so long that when other people look at you, they say, wow, that's so easy. And really, it's not easy for them. It's easy for you because you've been working on it. You've actually created new natural capability through the development of that skill. So we use these tools, but also one of the ways that we help people with that is by taking time to get to know them to find out what's important to them, to find out what they enjoy and what they don't enjoy. So 
I think an important part of being an authentic leader is listening to people and asking them to give you feedback, asking them to tell you not only how they see you behaving, but what they would prefer and having that it's an, it really is a co-equal adult-adult relationship. It's got nothing to do with a, an authority position. It has to do with mutual respect. And then sometimes that way that they give you feedback helps you to see yourself in a new way as well. I, I basically know a lot of things about myself, but our team gives me feedback that brings it into higher focus, makes it more real, makes it more accurate than what my perception of is it of it is before I get the feedback from them. And then I think a, an important part of this paradox of leadership being solitary but also a team, relationships with others, is that ultimately authenticity expresses itself through commitments. So I can treat people for what their utilitarian purpose is, what practically they give me, but ultimately an authentic leader goes deeper than that. An authentic leader connects with people beyond the business result or the organizational result and sees their purpose as a human being as transcending that. And so the authentic leader values them as a human being and doesn't just think that they were born to work for me. They were born for something more than just working for me. Let's talk about the power of vulnerability, the difficulty of it, and the power of it as it relates to this. Yeah, this is, this is where I have some sympathy for younger leaders because as a younger leader, a lot of times you feel that you have to prove yourself. I was with a group of scientists last week, and they were telling me that most scientists spend a lot of their time faking it. Most scientists, most scientists are afraid that they're going to be discovered as a fraud. I was surprised to hear this. And so they have to put this facade on so that people don't see what they think is actually underneath the surface. I think one of the real benefits of age is you get to a point where you get tired of wearing that facade. And when you take the facade off is when you become vulnerable. And authentic leaders don't put up with a facade. Authentic leaders say, you, I, I need you to see the whole me. I'm not, I, there's some professionalism to this. I'm not talking about like going to your therapist. But there is this openness about both your strengths and your weaknesses, your passions, about what things don't move. Real leaders are known by their people because they've made themselves vulnerable. And I do think that's an important part of authenticity. Perfect. I'm going to look out. We have an audience. Any questions about this? Okay. They've, I think you've covered it well, but any <laughs> final words? <laughs> Well, I think this is, the, this is the apex of the journey to becoming a complete leader. When you begin to mine this area of authenticity and grow in it and discover it, it is where you reach your greatest enjoyment and I think your greatest effectiveness as a complete leader. Fantastic. So we are uh, recording the Complete Leader podcast with a live audience in a, in a conference room, actually. So if it sounds a little bit different than other episodes, that's the reason why. And this podcast is a perfect companion to the Complete Leader book. Ron Price is the co-author of that book, along with Randy Lisk. You can find it anywhere books are sold. And today we've been talking about authenticity. You can also find more resources at the website, thecompleteleader.org. All one word, thecompleteleader.org. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast in your 
favorite podcast listening app. If you see there is a rating and review opportunity inside that app, be sure and give us a five-star rating if we've earned it from you. Leave a quick review about how you're helping this. And finally, one last ask, if you would share this episode with somebody you think would enjoy listening and learning more about this idea of authenticity. We continue the conversation in part three of the podcast. So once again, a good reason to subscribe so that when this pod, the next episode is released, you are notified and you will hear part three of authenticity from the complete leader. This is the complete leader podcast, everything you need to become a high performing leader. Thanks for listening to the Complete Leader Podcast. Find more online, thecompleteleader.org.